Hi friends and happy new year. I am so grateful to be entering into another year in business and I hope that you're with me and being so excited for what is ahead. I love an excuse for a fresh start, whether it's a new month or even a new week. It gives me a chance to take a look at the way things have been and the way they've been going and think about what I want them to be like in the future. And a new year always gets me motivated and renews my excitement for my business and looking ahead and planning for growth or change and things I want more of or less of. And it always feels exciting to me to have that fresh start. I feel like it's just full of possibilities. But in looking at my business over the last 13 years, I'm very aware that setting goals and intentions and taking the time to plan for the coming year is so crucial. So in today's episode, I want to share with you my own process of reviewing my previous year's successes and room for growth and in setting goals and planning for the upcoming year. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of The Fearless Photographer. I'm your host, Stephanie Kozik, a photographer and business coach. This is a conversational business podcast where we take the guesswork out of creating a business and a life you love and pursuing your dreams without fear. If you're looking for guidance on how to build a successful business, make more money, quit your nine to five, book more of your dream clients and enjoy the journey, you're in the right place. I share the tried and true methods to elevate your business. We talk about marketing, productivity, mindset, dealing with tough situations, pricing, balancing a business and a life, and so much more. Subscribe now so you never miss an episode. It's time to build a business and a life you love without fear. Let's dive in. When it comes to setting goals, most people write down things that they want to accomplish over the whole year. And sometimes they're pretty vague, like I want to lose weight or let's get healthy, organize my home, get a new car. I need to make this amount of money. But as a business owner, we're past the time of simply scribbling a list of desires into a notebook and tucking it away until next January. We need to have a CEO mindset and treat our business as a thriving business that has expectations and specific things needed to grow. Because if you treat it like a side hustle and you don't pay close attention to your numbers or set goals and plan where you want to be and take the steps to get there, it's going to stay a side hustle. And I did promise real talk and a little tough love on this podcast, but I know that you probably already realize that it's just a little reminder to get into the right headspace to dive into planning and goal setting for the year. So in this episode, I'm giving you the exact five-step process that I use for setting goals in my business to help you with the how. How do you get there and accomplish those goals for your business? And if you're listening to this episode after January of 2023, I just want to say these steps are important all year long, not just for the new year. So take a look at where you're at and create that fresh start right now for yourself. But first, if you're able to grab a notebook so you can take a few notes or screenshot this episode and come back and look at the show notes when you can sit down to do your own planning and goal setting. So I've created a free download for you of the exact power sheets I use in my business. There's 
a lot of different ones out there, but I found that this method and layout works best for me and helps me visualize my goals and the steps that I need to take throughout the year. And it keeps me motivated all year to reach those goals. And it keeps me focused on the right things. The link is in the show notes here, or you can go to the fearlessphotographer.com slash blog slash goals to download those. I am very much a paper and pen type of person. So I actually designed and printed my own physical planner. And these are the exact pages that I have in my planner. So before you actually start writing anything down, I do recommend setting aside a specific day or week or blocks of time, whatever you feel like you need to focus only on this. It's extremely important. I would even say absolutely necessary for any business to see where you've been and make a plan for where you want to go by setting goals and defining what you want. Like I mentioned before, you're the CEO. You can't just wing it or fly by the seat of your pants if you want to see your business grow or if this is the year that you want to quit your nine to five. You have to be intentional about what you want for your life and for your business. And I say all the time on the podcast, my goal is to help you create a life and a business that you love. So what does that mean for you? All right, let's talk about those five steps for setting goals. Step number one, you'll need to first gather all of your materials, print out the power sheets, print your records, your past year's numbers, and anything that you need to review from the last year. Because in order to set goals for the new year, you'll need to take a look at what the previous year looked like. Whatever it is that you want to improve on or evaluate in your business, Have those printed and ready so that you're not spending time looking up that information when it's time to sit down and plan for this year. And in the next step, I'll give you a few ideas for some of the things that I look at for myself to help you start thinking about the goals that you'll set for the year. Step number two, review and reflect on the previous year and write them down or type them out. If you go to my website and download those goal sheets, I've included pages for reflection and some prompts to get you thinking. So first, start with your overall experience and thoughts from the year. What things did you do well? What areas do you feel you didn't focus on enough? Are there parts of your business or your work that you have seen improvement? And then what about areas that you wish you had learned to do better or spent more time on? How is your energy or your mental health this year? What about your personal relationships over the year? And then you'll look at specific things with your weddings and your sessions. What sessions stand out to you as being favorites? Was that because of the clients themselves or the review they left you or the images just turned out better than you imagined? What about those sessions did you like? What things are you wanting more of in the coming year? And then look at what stands out to you as less than ideal. Was it those clients that were needy or demanding or you never got feedback from them? Were there any mistakes that you made or was the lighting or the weather not ideal? Maybe they weren't prepared for the session or the kids were grumpy or editing was harder than normal. Write down those struggles. Those are the things that you can work on this year. So look at your reviews online or feedback from your clients. Is there a common thread with those testimonials? Did you get any bad reviews this year? 
how many reviews did you get and out of how many sessions if you're asking for those reviews is that an area that you could be more intentional with and remembering to ask and if you are asking and clients just aren't leaving reviews maybe you could take a look at the client experience and why they're not responding what areas of the client experience could you improve so that they're eager to leave a review for you and then I look at the numbers of course the obvious numbers what was your income and expenses what did you pay yourself as a salary last year how many sessions or weddings did you do and at what price point for each I look at how many inquiries I had over the year and how many booked that's my closing rate and the goal is to get that number high and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit but I just wanted to say if you have a low closing rate and a high number of inquiries or a low number of inquiries but a higher closing rate we could take a look at a few things on your website and your pricing and how you're communicating with your inquiries this is actually something that we dive into with the book more clients course which I'll share with you in the show notes and talk about a little later in this podcast as well write all your answers down those answers are going to help you create intentions and goals in step four but first step three is to celebrate your wins a lot of times I know we get into this mindset of what's next and looking forward all the time wanting to do better with things and grow and we can sometimes forget to celebrate the milestones that we did hit over the last year we forget to see our growth and focus on our accomplishments even if it wasn't on your official list of goals for last year they're worth celebrating so focus on the positives write them down celebrate those wins don't just blaze past everything that you accomplished over the last year whether you have a team to support you and you want to show gratitude for them or you're a solopreneur and you shoulder all the roles in your business, it's important for your confidence and your energy to stay motivated and encouraged to keep going. Step number four, look ahead. And this step is actually twofold with setting intentions and then creating goals. And the way that I define intentions is what do I want my year to look like? What would my ideal life and business look like this year? What things do I want to continue to do? What things do I want to change or improve on? And whether you realize it or not, the reason you set goals in your life and in your business are from what you want out of life or what you want for your business anyway. So writing down your intentions is a way that I bring those reasons to the surface for why I want those things. Because when I understand why I want them, and they're more personal to me, I do a better job of sticking to the plan and actually achieving those goals. And I find that it helps if I write it down as if it's currently what my business and life are like. So I'm gonna actually read you a few of my own intentions for this year to show you what I mean. I am fueling my body with only healthy food and I feel strong and fit. I'm intentional about time with my family and being fully present as a wife and mom. I invest more into relationships that are fulfilling and uplifting. My 2025 goals are in sight. I serve my clients well, and I'm a better photographer than when they booked with me. So when I look at my intentions, I can then set goals based on where I am now 
what last year was like for these areas and what I want them to be for this year. To be healthy and feel strong, my goals then are to plan healthy meals each week and making decisions to stick to my diet restrictions and have a workout schedule. To be fully present as a wife and mom, I have to make a goal to be done with office hours by 3 p.m. each day. That's a daily goal that I want. That also means that I set boundaries for communicating with my clients. They don't text me, and I've clearly established certain boundaries with all of my clients. So in looking forward, I also look at how many leads come in from different marketing avenues over the last year and what percentage of those booked. I look at my closing rate for each of those. So I know where to focus my marketing efforts this year and set actions for keeping up with those marketing avenues. And if you're using a client management system like HoneyBook, you can easily look at how many inquiries came in, where they're coming from, the conversion rates of each source. You don't have to do the math. It's done for you. And you can even look at the value of the jobs booked from that source. For me, knowing that my number one source of inquiries is from vendor referrals, specifically venues, wedding planners, and even other photographers, I know to write my intention to continue to invest in those relationships. Then I'll set goals for specific things I could do for that goal. And I may have a decent number of inquiries from the knot, but the conversion rate for me is super low for those inquiries. So when I saw that conversion rate steadily going down over a few years, I stopped focusing on that platform and I put my time and advertising money elsewhere and have gotten better results. Needless to say, when you're looking at your exact numbers and what the past year was like, it helps you set goals for where to spend your time and energy for the next year. I want to interrupt my own podcast for a second to talk about HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the client management software that I use to send contracts, get paid, keep up with all of my inquiries, see where I'm at with each client workflow, and set up tasks with due dates so nothing falls through the cracks and I don't miss any deadline. Because let's face it, as a business owner, you've got so much going on and it's easy for a few weeks to pass by so quickly. And before you know it, it's easy to get a little bit behind, especially during busy season. But with HoneyBook, you'll never double book a date. You'll never miss an inquiry or forget to follow up. And you can easily send out an email to all of your clients at once with a holiday promotion or a special sale. It's one of the top programs that I use in my business daily that I absolutely could not do without and has actually helped me make more money. If you'd like to read more about why I love HoneyBook, head to the fearlessphotographer.com slash HoneyBook, start a free trial to try it out, and then save 20% off of your subscription. Monthly plans start as low as $9 a month. And like I said before, it has helped me never forget to follow up with an inquiry, so it's paid for itself a hundred times over. I would never endorse something that I didn't absolutely love and use for myself, and it's been a total game changer for me. Now it's your turn. Go to the fearlessphotographer.com slash honeybook. And I'll also put a link for you in the show notes below. Just another example to get some ideas brewing. If my intention is to serve my clients even better this year, for me, that means my goals are then to only book clients that are a perfect fit for me. 
and to not take more than a certain number of weddings and clients so that I can serve each client as best as I can. If I just wanted to book as many weddings as possible, I know for myself, I would be stretched so thin. I'm not going to be doing my best work or be the best mom or wife, not to mention I'd be taking on clients that might not be my ideal clients. I have to be selective in what I allow into my schedule. You could also look at what your average booked packages and prices are. Do you need to raise your prices to meet your income goals for this year? Or did you feel like you were working yourself ragged and need to raise your prices so that you can work less? Do you need to start outsourcing any tasks in your business? Then you'll look at your overall income and all of your expenses. Did you make the profit you wanted this year? Were you able to pay yourself a reasonable salary? Where could you be overspending? Were you able to invest back into yourself last year so that you can continue to improve on your work or grow in your business? Does that need to be a goal for this year? Did you get any bad feedback or bad reviews this past year? How many reviews did you have in total out of how many sessions or how many weddings? Do you need to set a goal to incorporate asking for the review in your workflow? Or if you've already asked for the review, maybe, like I mentioned, you need to take a look at your client experience and make some changes so that your customers are eager to leave a review and refer their friends. So now that you've looked at all these things, you've written out your desires and your intentions, you've made a list of goals for the next year, what's next? This last step is by far the most important step. And so many people get hung up here, but it's ultimately the deciding factor in whether you're going to reach your goals or not. So don't stop now. You've already done the majority of the work. So let's see it through. Step five is to map out your goals. Once I have a clear picture of my goals for the year, and I've looked back at the previous year, I've decided what I want for my life and my business over this year, what things I want to accomplish, what milestones I need to reach for those 2025 goals that I'm being so mysterious about. But after I've written out my goals on those goal sheets, I spend time in my calendar looking ahead and making a plan and kind of reverse engineering those goals to determine what steps I need to take each month. And then I use my monthly goals to create a list of actions or steps or tasks that I have to take that month. So I take one or two of those tasks and I incorporate them into my to-do list for each week of that month because writing them out as a task that has to get done that week will make sure that three months don't go by before I remember to take those steps and then it's busy season again and I don't have time to catch up on all of them. That's where people get discouraged and give up. And if you don't set actions for your goals, it's going to be so hard to actually start. When you're looking at it as a whole, it's this looming project and it seems so big. But if you just start and start with something easy, what's the first step that you have to take to start that project? That's what mapping out your goals means. It means reverse engineering the goal and breaking it up into actionable steps that I can work on throughout each month with steps that I can take over the month or each week that will eventually lead to accomplishing that goal. So there you have it, my exact five-step process for setting goals and planning my year in a way that makes those goals so much more achievable for me, 
but I do want to give you a few other tips as you're thinking about your own goals and what we've talked about here. I actually have several things that I've learned over the years in setting goals and evaluating those goals and evaluating my past year. So number one is to choose a method to stay organized and keep track of these goals. So if you're old school like me and you like to write it out in a physical planner, don't forget to grab those goal sheets from the link in the show notes or head to thefearlessphotographer.com slash blog slash goals. Or if you like to keep things online where you can move it around on your calendar or revise your due dates, I recommend a program like Trello or Monday. Personally, I love Trello, but I only use it for my podcast and corresponding with my VA. Number two, make your goals attainable. Here's the thing. Aiming high in your goals might seem like a great motivator, But if you start to realize that it's too high or it involves more than you can commit to, that's when you might get overwhelmed or discouraged. And I'm definitely not saying that you should set goals that are low, but what if you set goals that are going to push you and make you step outside of your comfort zone and then decide that you absolutely have to make it happen? So in order to do that, what do you need? You either put in the hours or months of research, fine-tuning your business and working on those tasks, figuring it out as you go, or you could reach out to a business coach or take a course to work on those things that are going to push you toward those goals, just depending on the goals that you've set. For example, if your goal is to shoot 25 weddings in 2023, but over the past two years, you've averaged eight weddings. You could set a goal for 15 or even 20 weddings, or you could invest in a course to learn exactly what to do to book more clients, to stand out to your ideal clients, even in a competitive market, and consistently book clients at the prices that you need to reach those financial goals. I heard someone say once that if you weren't capable of achieving these goals, they wouldn't be in your heart. Your soul is telling you you can do this. But how? That's the kicker, right? That's where a coach comes in. That's where a course comes in. That's where you have to find the resources to help you with what steps to take to reach those goals. I've noticed a common theme in so many of the photographers that I've coached throughout the years, and no matter where they are in their experience level or skill, almost every photographer has asked for help on how to get more clients. But what I've learned over 13 years is that it's not just a simple, oh, you need to be blogging or post more often on social media, or you need to create an awesome referral incentive. And while those things are all helpful, they're actually just a part of the full story. So in my signature course, Book More Clients, I've outlined a seven-step framework that when done together in the right order and in the right way have proven to give you that revolving door of clients coming into your business month after month, year after year. Whether you're trying to actively grow your business or just create a consistent stream of clients. If you're looking around at other photographers and they seem busy and booked and you're thinking, I'm doing all the same things. I'm good at what I do. My clients love me, but you're left thinking, what am I missing? 
If you're doing all the things that are supposed to work, but you're not seeing results and you're left feeling desperate and struggling to consistently book enough clients, this is for you. This course is also perfect for you if you're an experienced photographer and you're in a slow season of booking in your business and you feel like there must just be a missing piece or maybe you're getting ghosted more than you'd like or you feel like the things that worked before just aren't working anymore. Go from feeling discouraged or overwhelmed with all of the different advice out there or trying to DIY a business plan that promises to bring in clients but ends up taking up all your time with little results to consistently bringing in a steady flow of clients, filling your calendar and reaching your income goals. And while I know this program probably isn't for everyone, if you're listening to this and you feel like what you're doing isn't quite getting the results that you want in your business, then it's time for a change. Think about it this way. You could take the time trying to research and find out on your own, sort through so many Google results or YouTube videos, trying to figure out what will work for you. But where would you rather be this time next month or in six months or in one year? Why not skip ahead and learn from someone that's already done the hard work and learn the hard lessons and what works and what doesn't and sort of frog leap over your competition that's still back there trying to figure it out on their own. In the Book More Clients program, I hold nothing back. I'm sharing the tried and true methods to get clarity in your business, stand out to your dream clients, convert more of those inquiries, elevate your brand, and create that steady stream of clients into your business. Are you ready for that to be you? Don't wait until you're another month down the road wishing that you were already starting to see those results. Find the link to the course in the show notes to learn more. I can't wait to help you create a business and a life that you love. It is so worth it. I'll see you soon, friend. Number three, make it fun. This is a time that you get to completely focus on this business that you created. You've just finished another year. You're going into a new year in your business, and that alone is something to celebrate and be excited about. So if it helps you to get in the right mindset and embody this CEO role on the day that you set aside for doing this work and planning your year, get fully ready, get dressed, feel confident and put together, look and feel like the boss that you are. Number four, if possible, ask someone to keep you accountable to these goals each month. Have monthly check-ins at the beginning of each month, write out your goals, and next month, you'll have to answer to them if you took those steps or not. A partner or a spouse, an industry friend, or someone you can be honest and open about with your goals and that you know you can count on them to push you, encourage you, celebrate with you, or whip you back into shape if you slack off. Number five, commit to start. Until you have a plan of these steps that you're gonna take, it's gonna be so hard to start. If you wait for the perfect time to start on these goals, you never will. Other things take priority, and before you know it, it's 2024. There's a quote that I put in my planner every year in January when I set my goals and I start working on them. It says, a year from now, you'll wish you had started today. Number six, celebrate your successes along the way. For each milestone, reward yourself somehow. It could be as small as taking the rest of the day off. It could be doing something that you enjoy that isn't business related at all. Go to dinner, 
plan a fun vacation or a weekend away if it's a bigger goal. And it doesn't have to involve purchasing something or going somewhere. It could be as simple as telling someone about your win that you know will encourage you. Number seven, reevaluate as needed. This is where I think it's easy to get discouraged if you're not seeing successes in some of your goals or if you're finding something that you wanted at the beginning of the year is no longer a desire. It doesn't mean failure. It just means that your mindset has shifted or your priorities have changed. So give yourself grace to scratch that off the list and know that it's actually a great thing that you're actively thinking about your priorities and adjusting as you need to. To me, that's part of self-care and it's how I protect my energy and my time by not pursuing something that my heart isn't 100% in. Now, this is not an excuse to give up on something that's hard or procrastinate, but it's just a good idea to have either a monthly or quarterly check-in with yourself and if these goals are still what you want. Just a recap of today's episode, my five-step process for setting goals in my business is first to gather all my records and materials. Step two is to review and reflect on the previous year. Step three, don't forget to celebrate the achievements and successes of the last year. Step four is to write out my intentions and goals for this year. And in step five, I map out those goals with specific milestones and actions or tasks to complete in order to reach those goals. Well, friends, that wraps up today's episode. I hope it was helpful and encouraging to you. If you loved this episode, please screenshot and share it to your story and tag me on Instagram at the fearless photographer underscore so I can see which episodes you're loving the most and connect with you there, encouraging you in your journey as well. Please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And if you have a question or topic you'd like to submit for a podcast episode, click on the link below for the speak pipe feature. Everything we talked about today and all the links I mentioned are in the show notes below as well. I can't wait to share what's next, but until then have an awesome week.